Hi guys. Hello guys. And like welcome back one. to Black like Scott Pod. Um, I hope you're doing super well this week. So you're listening yeah. to Susie and Shirley. What's this radio voice thing that's going on right now? I have no idea. I think this is just the new. This is yeah, we're <laughs> gonna do. This is the new smooth vibe. That's right. You're gonna listen to the podcast <laughs> in this exact voice. I don't know why, but whatever. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So what have you been up to this week, actually, Shirley? Oh Lord, have mercy. I had a nice wee weekend. Obviously, now that lockdown has eased up a little bit, I went to go see a friend, so that was grand. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyed a nice weekend. Got plastered, <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. I never that thought sounds I'd use that really term. nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I never thought I'd use the term plastered before. Now, other than that, I've not really um, been out to very much, to be honest. Just been trying to get some uni applications finished. I've literally been saying this for the last few weeks. I swear. Yeah, to be fair, like the worst part of anything is always applying for something, isn't it? So true. Like, what it? Why? Why are forms just so? Uh, what I don't get so is why tedious. I have to reapply every single year. It doesn't make sense. That's oh. right. I mean, I think it should. Actually, I think some forms, if they're um like recurring, as in like uni, I think the only form mm-hmm. you should really have to fill out is: Are you still at this place of residence? Are you still trying? Are you still you know trying to study? Mean? Are yeah, your bank details exactly. still the same? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. That's it. Um, and as well, it's tedious because it's like a paper application. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah SAS so. one, yeah. Yeah. Those of you that don't know, um, I guess, student awards. Student awards. What was it? The Student Scottish. Association. The Scottish Student Awards Association. Scott. That's right. That. Yes. Scottish, no. Yeah, no. S- student yes. awards. Student Award Association Scotland? For Scotland, yeah, I think it is actually. Yeah. I don't have um, so, But to be fair, you can't really complain. Your fees are paid for. Think of all those people in Englandshire and... Did you just say Englandshire? Englandshire. Everywhere else in England and... <laughs> never heard anyone call All those places, like, they have to pay for this. You just have, true. like, a little form to fill out. Jesus, Shirley, come on. Okay, stop making me feel bad about the fact that I get free education, Okay. <laughs> Okay. That, that's so funny but yeah so yeah, um, what about yourself what have you not yeah this has been quite an interesting week for myself um i finally got around to watching hamilton um mm. so that's been recently released on disney plus um i think on friday and uh so it's a retelling of one of the quote-unquote founding fathers of america um alexander hamilton i think he he set up the 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 banking system of america Mm -hmm. um and essentially it's just kind of like a retelling of his life through hip-hop and um actors who are you know people of color uh black um asian um yeah like it's actually really really good i think there's only maybe two white actors in the whole of hamilton but yeah, no, I it's, really it's wasn't amazing. expecting your description to go that way, considering you started with one of the founding fathers. Exactly. I think maybe that's and what then makes it Hamilton to black really people. good. So I was like, oh, I've never actually heard about it, surprisingly. What? Very surprisingly. I know, I've never in my life no heard way. Of Hamilton. I don't believe that. Like, I've just seen it advertised everywhere, and I'm like, mm, what's that all about? Well, I'll tell you what, I will give you my Disney Plus login. login and, I have and Disney Plus. Definitely... Excuse yourself. There you muscles. go. Watch it then. You've got absolutely <laughs> no. no excuse. I'm so bad. I actually, you know, the day I committed myself to Disney Plus, I literally patted myself on the back. I, for <laughs> you guys that don't know, I am one of those people. Like, I think I had my own Netflix account, like, what, two, three years ago? 
Mm-hmm. And then I deleted it. And I was just kind of be like, Susie, That's what's so good. up? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I've not actually had my my own Netflix account for so long because um, I guess when we moved in together, Ross and I just kind of like consolidated into his Netflix account. There's no point in both of us having like a Netflix account. Yeah. So, so that to be fair, into Ross's Netflix account too. <laughs> I think we all do eventually. But um, I mean, the good thing is that over the years it's now become my netflix because no one who like i mean uses it uses it anyway he doesn't does he so i mean he just watches like boring things so it's fine that's fine yeah. it's fine that it just recommends my things yeah. um but yeah so i watched hamilton and it was amazing it's it's pretty long but i think okay. it's it's really worth it i think there've been there were points in in the play where i was blown away like mm-hmm. by the sheer like that's just the 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 singing and the rapping you know when you have to pause just to take it in just to yeah just to take it yeah. in and just be like what mm. yeah so hamilton was amazing definitely a highlight of my weekend and if you have not mm-hmm. seen it then definitely guys you need to like have a look and see it um it yeah much. so that's all i did this oh. weekend actually that's a lie um my little brothers were <laughs> over and we oh, played yeah. some good games. You? Yeah, we played some um, um, Xbox. Did you play? Did you play the Goose Game? No, we did not play the Untitled Goose Game. And guys, if you've never played it, just look it up. Just like stop Have this podcast right now and watch day? it. Hmm? Have you played it since we played it that day? Yes. So um, oh. Isaac has been playing it, and he's been having a good time. Yeah, he's I gotten quite far so in it. Much. I won't has spoil he really? it. Yeah, I won't spoil it for you, but it's been good. It's annoyingly hard. I know because you're so like caught up in laughing but yeah um, I've been meaning to get it but you know I don't have an Xbox so <laughs> first I think I need to invest in an Xbox and then I'll invest in the game but um, yeah this week we thought it would be nice to have a little conversation about the importance of self-worth that's a really hard um, two words to say together by the way yes self-worth so- <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, self-worth. And to be honest, what is your, what's your ex- experience with self-worth? I don't know. I feel like it would be quite, a, I felt like it would be an important conversation just because you, you know, one of those, not days, I'm not going to say days because then it sounds like I've just been sitting in my house today thinking about how worthy I am. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to be you fair, just go, we all have those days. Go yeah, on. but yeah. like, you just go through these periods where like, you realize like how much you sort of like slack in regard to knowing how much you're worth if that makes sense mm-hmm. whether it's like job wise or like relationship wise or anything really you start to like doubt yourself and therefore you become like sometimes it's really hard to put yourself like first and yeah. you, you don't see that um mm. you deserve sometimes to come first before other things and even um, just generally knowing you you are important so you are actually you know. here's a really good question like when do you think that you had the first idea that you oh well the first idea of what self-worth is because mm. like for myself I don't think I ever really had a concept of I deserve or like self-worth mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I was maybe 18 or 19 and you've come out of school and you're no longer in that structured environment so you have to mm-hmm. kind of think for yourself and who you are and I didn't really yeah. have that feeling until I had to make those decisions for myself and say actually Susie you deserve more or you deserve mm-hmm. better, better than mm-hmm. the situation. And it's like really sad, actually. Like, I think like a lot of people are kind of triggered into thinking about self-worth and self-esteem because of yeah. things like relationships. 
So um, when I think about when I was like kind of 16, 17, I didn't really have an interest, to be honest, um, in relationships. Like I was truly yeah. like <laughs> unaffected by that. I envy you. I know. It was, it was great. It was like, peaceful. <laughs> you like, I've never saved yourself so much life. pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like literally when I got to 18 or something, just all of a sudden, bam, here are all my feelings. And I don't know yeah. what to do with them. And I started, you know, I think it's really easy for people to start getting the idea of self-worth and self-esteem based off of how people react to you. So when it came to, you know, boys and like I fancied them and they didn't fancy me back, I thought that was like Mm -hmm. something wrong with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is such a common feeling. It's actually. Oh my god, unreal. no, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. I've just remembered, like, there was actually this guy. <laughs> I've literally remembered. This is so bad. I was, dare I say, 16. And guys, yeah. like, honestly, this is such a sad story. But I fancied this boy. Stop smiling because um, I'll laugh. No, so you have to really be serious. serious. I fancied this boy. And, like, I really liked him. But, like, I, I had, like, chronic, like, I just could not speak to boys. Mm. I just I really could not I couldn't mm-hmm. even look them in the eye I was just oh my god no I was yeah something else mm-hmm. but um yeah I literally couldn't and I fancied this boy so so much and it was his last day of school so I think he was in sixth year no I must have been fifth year then um yeah. it was his last day in sixth year and I finally after like the whole year had plucked up the courage to stop him just as the bell rang on his last ever 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 period of school to be oh. like hey do you want do you want to hang out um um at oh. the weekend and he was oh. like yeah i was like oh my god that's so cool roll around to the weekend he was being like so strange like on text like whatever but i was just like whatever you know yeah that's just how boys are boys are so aloof people who are not interested are aloof guys if they're aloof like whatever anyway um so we arranged to meet up and take a walk at the park and like literally from the second i met him he was just like so weird so cold and um this is where the the self-worth that really comes in because i felt like the whole time it was all me like i wasn't good enough making conversation and all these things but now I look back on it, I'm just kind of like, it's a bit rude. If you don't want it, if you don't want to go on a date with someone, don't say like yes. You know, that's so true. I just don't go on yeah. it. Like it's, it does nobody any favors. Yeah. Um, I of this date is like we got <laughs> we got about 30 minutes into this date, and uh, we came to like a, a fork in the road, and he stops me and he goes, "So um, I think I think we need to um." I think we need to. I just. I don't think that this is. This is really going to work out because. Um, I was like, oh, because because I'm going to summer school. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was going no, to summer no, no. school, so he like totally couldn't start anything. So like whatever. And that I was is like, sick. That's so sad. But it's okay though because he had like insulted Beyonce mm. and he was like, oh, people that listen to Beyonce have no taste in music. I was like, I'm done. But you know That's what's it. actually really fucked up about this is like yeah. actually even though I ended I ended that date by the way for the record I ended that date and I called my friends and I was like guys you'll never believe it he said he doesn't like Beyonce can you believe this I'm how really, I almost do you made that mistake even 
The saddest thing is, legitimately, for like a couple of weeks, I genuinely thought that my like and tastes of music mm-hmm. actually defined my self worth. Like, I thought I was like, me, oh, I'm like unworthy of like the love of whoever it is because of not liking so, the same so. music as they do. Um, yeah. And it's like really sad, isn't it? Yeah. I get, I totally get that. Like, man, growing up is hard. I keep forgetting how hard growing up actually is Mm -hmm. like when you tell me that story i'm just thinking to myself like see when i told you that like you saved yourself a world of regret me me you've actually lived through some of mine actually you've (laughs) you've been there like firsthand to witness it and it's freaking crazy i think for me it was crazily enough it took me a really really long time and i think still to this day i am still to realize the full potential because i have moments but i'm guessing everybody naturally like they'll have moments you know well, what I that's mean? the thing i think it's um your self-esteem kind of slides and it's affected by things that are yeah. in your immediate environment as yes. well as your lived experience so mm-hmm. there's not anything to get like let's not lie because if your self-esteem has completely tanked you it can take you to some really dark places. You can be oh, absolutely yeah. depressed. Like you can. Horrible, Self-esteem horrible, is incredibly important. I wish, like honestly, if I think about it, I wish that we had had conversations way back in high school and whatever about like emotional resilience. That annoys me so much. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like see if all the time that our groups of friends, we sat and spoke about boys or sat and spoke about Beyonce or like the newest mm. things. But instead, we actually just genuinely spoke out and told each other how we were feeling. I feel like it would have helped so much more and we would have actually been there for each other like yeah like emotional openness I think should definitely be something yeah. that's talked about um from a really early age understanding your emotions and it's the impact not. that you have on other people I've, I I always I feel like I always stress this it can be hard generally oops it can be hard um to females <laughs> women yes that turn no no no. i was actually laughing at the term females because i saw a post okay no no pet peeve pet peeve my pet peeve is like (laughs) no it is it's always i didn't realize i know it now i know it now don't worry Mm -hmm. like see after the last time we spoke about it and you were like just listen Mm -hmm. i made it a short point because i've got this thing about being right and this thing about being wrong but i was like Mm -hmm. you know what let's do it let's test this theory out to the point where I was even like chilling with someone and they said that and I was like, don't say that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, why? And like, that's when I realized the importance of it. I saw this post yesterday on um, Twitter of this woman that was tweeting something. It was something along the lines of like, you females need to understand blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I couldn't mm-hmm. even, I can't even remember the rest of the tweet because I'm still so stuck up on mm-hmm. the you female section. Like, I mean, like, for everybody that doesn't know, like, what was it? Like, what was the thing? Susie, um, I think I'm, I, I, I must have said females. And then Susie was like, mm, it's not, um, it, what is it? There, there's a lot of negativity that comes behind the term females rather well, than the term I've always women. noticed, like, like yeah. colloquially, when people are speaking, they always refer to women as females whenever it's something negative. Negative, Like, all yeah. these females love to talk about whatever. But then they will say, my mother is a woman or like what? You never yeah. call your mama female. You never yeah. would. I don't understand when it became an insult to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And when I say woman, I'm encompassing all women. 
but yeah, um, and talking about all women, um, mm-hmm. irrespective of like you know where they can, like where they come from. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like whenever you hear the word female, it's just just look at like just look at the thing that comes after the word after female. The, it's yeah. a weird one that I think it is certain subsects have created you have to, to be tarnish open. women. I don't think everyone can necessarily see. It. I think that's why obviously it took me a while because you don't. Do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I need to stop saying, do you know what I mean? I noticed this last time and I do it quite a lot. It annoys me. <laughs> but as I was saying, it takes a lot of people. It, it takes you to have your mind open to that and to you for you to actually look into exactly what people are saying. I think I say that because sometimes when people are speaking, I just kind of like. I zone out. I zone out. Yeah. I zoned out but it took a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I zoned out too. It's okay. It's not a nice time as I've known but I was gonna basically say that a lot of women need to be careful about what they say and what they say like generally like I do know that like places like Twitter and stuff are free opening spaces I get it we all have controversial Mm -hmm. opinions but I think sometimes I think think we all need to look at what is said after the word female yeah I think it would tell you a lot about Mm -hmm. where that's coming from it I think there's a lot of hatred of women definitely um on a lot of platforms that's what I was saying though like women 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 are put down a lot in society which makes it hard for us Mm -hmm. to constantly have our self-esteem mm-hmm. and you know what i've Aaron actually Chek. just like realized like a lot of the times mm-hmm. i see the word females in the space is always referred mm-hmm. to black women really yeah and i guess i don't know maybe it's mm-hmm. people that i follow but whenever i have seen like mm-hmm. you know females be referred to in this like derogatory way it, yeah. it's always kind of like that and it's like i don't understand what is what what, what exactly is what exactly fuels that but anyway i mean this mm-hmm. is besides the point but um yeah just kind mm-hmm. of talking about your self-worth i think it's really easy to mm-hmm. well see this is what i'm i'm kind of a little bit wary of saying this because you know sometimes you do get kind of caught up in other people's aura and people's like bullshit basically and you get dragged along mm-hmm. that and it's yeah. really hard sometimes to even figure out that oh by the time you know a few weeks months years have passed your self-esteem is absolutely tanked because yeah. of you know a relationship or whatever that you're in and this can be you know mm-hmm. either a friendship or a, a yeah. an actual relationship or even Ooh. family can tank your self-esteem they really can like by the time that you notice you're literally like in the depths of the gutters and 10 times harder for you to get yourself back out of that so what would you say like how what ways have you managed to get out of that kind of that hole of self-esteem? How do you recognize that you have started going down that that way? It's usually when I start letting myself go. See when I start to gain weight. <laughs> when I start to gain weight, I stop doing my eyebrows. Like I just generally stop caring. I stop caring mentally first, and then I'll stop caring. Men- uh, I'll stop. I'll stop caring like physically. Like so. so what by do you the mean time when you say like you stop caring mentally. Oh, I just get to, I'm really, really bad for this, but I feel like if there's so much going on, and like, if for me, like, if I have too much going on, and I'm like, doubting myself, and I'm not in a necessarily positive environment, my brain just switches off. Do you feel like, like, a, like, a, like an overload of just, just yeah, stuff? Yeah, like, like once done. things become way too much, I'll either combust, or I'll just, eh, like, I just stop, I completely stop, so... I feel like I don't know. I don't know how to like describe it, but it's a difficult one. Yeah, I think because definitely by the time... mentally checking out is a is a is a pretty yeah. big sign. Yeah, you're, you're not really like if you're not interested in yourself and you're not interested mm-hmm. in things external to you, and you just kind of exactly. like shut down. 
Um, yeah. I mean, that does happen to me as well. Like, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, I've been in like situations where my self-esteem is like absolutely tanked, given mm. whatever reason it is. And I've been mm-hmm. headed towards, you know, the path of depression where just like you say, like I do stop taking an interest in the things around me mm-hmm. and you just go into yourself and you stop mm-hmm. seeing yourself almost as worthy of like, oh, well, there's no point in me going to, to town or to mm-hmm. getting ready or like doing any, like there's no point. I feel like you, know, you just kind of reach a point mm-hmm. where you're like, I'm I'm done. Yeah. Not like done. You know, like, I just don't care. I just don't you stop caring. And but the problem with that for me, I feel like I get to that point and I stop caring. And then I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, meh, I look like crap. I feel like crap. What's the best thing that can make me not look like crap and feel like crap? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go on a night out. Yeah. <laughs> the no, worst that, you know thing you can so possibly many, do personally for me that's it so, though i think there's so many girls out there and boys and i don't recognize that part of that feeling is like it's kind of like you're like you you want you want to not be alone because so true. Is maybe mm-hmm. trying to tell you something because as well like when you're in the club there you are no longer like a single entity that's mm-hmm. my opinion there's not focus on you there's so many other people in the club like everyone is drunk no one cares there's music on everyone else yeah. is too busy living their it's own really life hard to have a conversation to notice in a club anything and like really get exactly <laughs> whereas like sometimes like when you're down and like your friends know you're down do you want to come over and talk about it yeah no nobody wants to talk no, about it like, really what? i mean i've noticed like, this definitely in our I've, I've, i don't know like what i don't know what life was like before the mid 2000s and the 2020s that we're in when you know Mm. mental health was not a a discussion that people had a lot but I'm really glad for this era for Mm kind of giving us access to self-help but Mm -hmm. also for starting to normalize getting help and speaking to Mm -hmm. your friends that doesn't get rid of the fact that it is hard to start having that conversation in the first place say hey I'm feeling I'm not feeling good right now yeah I'm not okay yeah it is because you don't want to come across as if you're attention seeking mm-hmm. like i always think of this um thing i always have it in my head it's like if you text someone and you're like hey how are you doing and they say to you that i'm not okay you don't you're expect like, no. <laughs> what you're not okay okay what then what to do with this oh. do you know what i mean yeah like because I've got that mentality, but I don't necessarily have it. It depends on who's saying that to me. I think it's also really hard to recognize it in yourself because it I think is. sometimes your friends would say that I'm not okay and you can give them that help. But when it comes to you and you say, I'm not, I'm not feeling good. Yeah. That you, first of all, you, you might have some trouble kind of saying it, but you might mm-hmm. also have trouble admitting going it. forward and having it, having yeah. that conversation and saying yeah. like, you know, things actually aren't okay. But- it is a hard conversation to have though like in my opinion this is how i say it like often i i don't tend to i know that i need to do it but i don't i don't tend to like it when friends ask me if i'm okay or when friends ask me to just open up about open up about my feelings and yeah, let me be vulnerable i don't yeah like that like i have I, a difficult time just opening up like that I feel like sometimes i need to make myself drunk so i can open up mm-hmm. but, to be but fair, then i end up opening up about cry. the wrong things but sometimes you do also need to cry and all that stuff and that's also okay and i think it's just kind of like normalizing that we all go through like a bunch of feelings at any given time i Um, used to love a good cry i hate it now just gives me a headache yeah it's when your eyes are swollen they hurt oh have i ever showed you pictures of what i look like (laughs) yes I, i have seen 
It's so not okay. I don't even know why. I don't know why. I had the one picture. I took a picture because I had to tell my manager I couldn't go into work because I'd been crying. No. <laughs> you no guys, way. I'm legit. I'm not even playing. This is like, um, it's a couple of years ago. I cried all night, obviously, for some bullshit. But I cried for so long and I was just so upset. I woke up the next morning. I'm legitimately not lying, guys. My lips were swollen. My eyes were so swollen that I couldn't. <laughs> open them that's a good cry if you guys think that i'm exaggerating honestly like you'll post the picture guys i would love to post the picture i'll find it i'll i will find it just to post it hopefully you you managed to sort through like the bullshit i did it was years ago i mean i didn't then but i have now (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's what's important also you know like how do you think it is um with uh with well, obviously, the only kind of experience that we do have is within our own communities. But uh-huh. like, I don't think a lot of people feel particularly comfortable in saying I need help. And yes. I need, I mean, like, obviously, just to kind of come back to the, the conversation on self-esteem and self-worth and all those mm-hmm. things. I think a lot of people find it hard to place themselves above other people and say that I need to look after myself, yeah. I look after my mental health. And sometimes mm-hmm. that means I need to cut off certain people. Totally. I need to start looking out for myself. This, uh-huh. this thing that I'm doing is no longer, you know, conductive to my mental health. It's mm-hmm. no longer how I see myself. And all those things. I think we do we do struggle to put ourselves above. I'm trying to think of, you know, like times when my friends have been like, well, I can't even like go see uh, a psychiatrist or psychologist or anything like that or put myself on that waiting list because people think I'm crazy. I'm just being selfish. Like I'm exaggerating. I'm being an attention seeker or any of those things. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes as well, it's like, especially when it comes to things like seeing like a psychiatrist. I think it's it's still got such a massive negative connotation. It does have a major negative connotation and also depends on yourself and in the headspace that you're in because sometimes you know you're depressed right Mm -hmm. sometimes you know that you are not okay in whatever kind of form but there's a realization in the back of your head that there's some people that need more help than you and yeah and i think you being there is not necessarily like do you know does that make sense yeah but then i mean so this is where like normalization of getting help and you're seeking out mental health services and that really comes in because this happens all of us have got mental health and it is a sliding scale and you know we we are all on a different bit of it none of us are ever at the same Mm. place at the same time Mm -mm. and it's just kind of normalizing like if you're not okay you need to you should be able to go and seek and it's not a bad thing to seek someone because i mean if you imagine if you broke your leg or you you know you physically were hurt you would go see someone you wouldn't be like oh my leg is hanging off let me it may just limp to work you wouldn't so i mean like that's kind of within ourselves to start accepting that seeking and accepting mental health help yeah is okay for mm. the longevity of our mental health basically totally. i want to know how people survived before all of this that's it was like so common i mean like you know what used to happen way back in ye old I say Yo, like 80s. What was going on in the 80s, guys? If anybody, if anyone remembers what the culture was like in the 80s in regards to mental health and seeking out that help, please. Like I wherever know in the world what you it's are, like in those societies that don't accept mental health. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, because personally, you do? yeah, like personally, I grew up in a country that wasn't necessarily like mental health aware. 
Yeah, I mean, like, so I want to know how people, people get kicked out onto yeah. the street if they're quote unquote crazy. Yeah, and it's like, so, no, they just yeah. I want to know. Like, that's something I'm actually quite interested to learn about and see if there's any. Yeah, so I mean, I guess this is maybe like a little bit of a like, guys, like, truly, um, if you have got any information on like how you mm. you used to deal with mental health just before the advent of the internet and the yeah. normalize all this the beginning of the normalization of seeking mm-hmm. out mental health services like I, I would be so interested to find out a lot more about it because i think this is a, a subject that we don't talk about enough and we need to stop we need to ban the term crazy because it annoys me yeah i think it really does uh, okay well. don't get me wrong like i describe there's myself no as crazy but that's as a joke because there's no such thing as crazy i think crazy should have a different meaning than what yeah. it does yeah mm-hmm. like when i say oh my god that's crazy like i i mean like it's wild mm-hmm. some wild information no don't call me crazy in, like you are mentally unstable another thing i hate i no don't I hate. like that mentally unstable mm-hmm. like those kinds of things i feel like people do definitely need to start yeah I think sometimes. But then again, you'll have people that would be like, oh, well, the world is probably too politically correct. I guess you've just just kind of like got to see the the impact that your words have because your words have got a lot of weight to them. Because not all of us can just kind of go out there and definitely actually just kind of to to make it a little bit lighter and stuff. Um, (laughs) (laughs) How do you how do you bring yourself back around? How do I bring myself back around? What are your um what are your mechanisms for getting through, you know, bouts of bad self-esteem and trying to find the self-worth again? Truthfully speaking, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do know that the one thing that is important, that the one thing that has helped me through my times is having a support system that is not judgmental and that's not pressurizing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm it's so important to have people around you that understand what you're going through and if not necessarily implicitly understand, I don't know if that's the correct word to, way to use that word, but yeah. if they don't necessarily implicitly understand, then at least they understand around and they support you, but also give you space at the same time. FYI, yeah. I'm talking about you. But, oh, <laughs> no, but that Has is been really applying though, the like, pressure, you know? It, no, but it is the truth though. Like as in for me, I was in a rut for the longest of times. It took me ages to see I was in the rut and it took me even longer to get out of the rut to the point where I don't even think I'm completely and utterly out of that rut yet. Mm-hmm. I know 100, I am better all my days. Like I'm so much better. There's so it's much. It's a journey. About, like, I'm free, but there's still things about myself that I do need to sort of, you know. And I think, you know, you've touched on something because I think we expect ourselves when we are in that space, you're in a, in a really dark place or you're just not feeling yourself. I think we expect ourselves to get over it just mm-hmm. like that. But that's not correct again, because just like if you were physically sick or ill mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, you might take, you know, a week to get better, a few months or sometimes it can even take years. But it's just it kind all of depends like giving on the yourself time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And understanding that you have to heal like and years of kind of like kind of putting yourself first and putting good habits ahead of yourself maybe that puts you in that stead for myself when I'm feeling like really bad mm-hmm. um I think and it sounds so dumb but I love listening to like Amazon stories before bed like this Amazon sounds stories. so well like from Alexa yeah alexa sorry yes oh, um, i love getting read a bedtime story or a fairy tale story it just kind of sets my mind at like a reset so I'm, I'm telling myself before i go to bed that whatever i'm feeling i'm not gonna take it with me into my dreams mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna sleep 
being angry. I'm not going to sleep being sad. That's such a or good any of those things because like it just carries on. Where, where does it stop? So, so I try and listen to something that's like completely unrelated and completely random because obviously, you know, Alexa or Google will give you that story randomly. Yeah. And I think it's like something that really helps me. But when I'm like truly in like the, the depth of like, I actually, I don't like who I am and whatever, like you said, having a, a support system is so, 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 so valuable. And I'm really glad that I've got, you know, the friends that I do have in my life that I can speak to openly Mm-hmm. and I can tell them exactly what's wrong and they can give me space or it can give me constructive criticism and help and that really helps me like to reflect but also just yeah just being able to speak about things I think yeah. is like one of the most important bits things, and yeah. I would so like, you've heard me anytime anybody kind of be like oh I'm feeling this way I'm like guys if you've if you've been having like any of these feelings for more than two weeks do please consider speaking to someone that if you've been so feeling important. really bad if you are not okay please please speak to, speak to a gp or mm-hmm. this is so 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 important and it set it really That's sets another you up thing that i've learned like i used to keep so bottled up and closed up to certain people and i used to be like afraid of oh if I say this to this person will they think of me any differently mm-hmm. but I've not gotten to a point where like it doesn't matter which friend I'm with I am able to sit down and freely discuss my mental health yes. and I am so grateful for that sometimes it's like I, I <laughs> sometimes I do randomly just like say to people like how are you mentally and they're like <laughs> they're like oh, I don't know what to say now but yeah like, like a lot of I the times they do reply intense. with the truth I know it's intense but it's I've because I know how important it is to me, I would I have someone that checks up on me. Mm-hmm. So it would be nice to have someone else that checks up on me regardless of what it is. But that's another thing. Like normalize these conversations and like friendship groups. Like I can't exaggerate how freeing and healthy it is now that because I had a bit of reservation in like in regards to some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Just because I thought to myself, well, they look so happy, like they go out, they get drunk, like every single time we speak, they're just like, whoop, whoop, yeah, Mm -hmm. life. So I've never known whether to be like open to them. Like when I disappear on them, like for instance, and they don't hear from me for like two, three months Mm -hmm. and they're like, Shirley, Shirley, where have you been? I'm like, nah, mate, so I was depressed. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) is that simple? (laughs) Like, but, and my friends know that now, like my friends will know that if I need help, I will reach out. But if I disappear for a little bit, I'm going through some stuff. I will mm-hmm. reach out if I do need help. When I come like back, the real like, ones do kind of know yeah. what's going on. We do check. Up yeah, on to you. the point where you don't even have to like explain. Yeah, they just yeah. kind of like. I think it's yeah. important. Like honestly, guys, if there's anything that you're gonna take away from this that you don't already do, please like find a few people that you can speak to openly and freely. Like it, yeah, changes everything. I think like for me being able to just open up and just say how I'm feeling because you know what sometimes the world is not roses you know and rainbows the world is never roses it's it's really not sometimes it's struggle the only day the world will ever be a rose is if I wake up one morning and we have an entire selection of KFC there we go selection of McDonald's Mm -hmm. an entire selection of delicate chocolate cakes and mm-hmm. I mean delicate because they need to be soft, so delicate that they melt in my mouth. <laughs> that is when the yeah. day will be rosy. But That's um, other than that, it, it can be daffodils. The world can be daffodils. I think the world can be ups and downs, but 
when you can when you're down and when you're up you need to yeah. have your people there with you that's true oh, oh, um, oh before we forget before we forget before we forget Susie, 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 Susie. yes what are you drinking oh <laughs> what am i drinking what are you drinking i'm drinking a jack daniels tennessee fire thing for those of you guys who know Susie, you will understand how weird this situation is right now <laughs> Is making me so unwell to think that this entire time you've been speaking, you've been sipping Jack Daniels on the rocks from a bottle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to bait you out like that, but just let me just take a sip. It's a hard off. day. <laughs> it's one of those days. No, everything is in the dishwasher, so like I, I genuinely have to drink it from the bottle. Do you know what? My when I went to Morrison's, like the, the woman was just like looking at me, like, "Is that an essential shop?" <laughs> have you know i've actually like do you know what i've become shameless about my alcohol buying during quarantine oh yeah but i don't drink i've not been drinking a lot but i have been buying a lot of alcohol. well that's actually something that um, i well there was an article earlier on in the beginning of quarantine saying that people were mm-hmm. now drinking more as a result of um quarantine because boredom but no, also an exacerbation think... of mental health conditions um true. and true. and all that stuff and that's obviously that's true I can't think like if I couldn't really go out like what is there to do funnily enough like I'm not hobbies guys there's hobbies there are hobbies like I can't I just watched a lot of crap so that I wouldn't have to like drink so much but I don't think anything will ever surpass that um point with the wine so um I don't know what point with wine you're talking about can you please (laughs) enlighten everyone (laughs) what happened with wine (laughs) (laughs) Let me just keep my mouth closed. Let me just keep my mouth closed. Enough said. It was a good time in life, though. I enjoyed that time in life, okay? It was good. It was good. But yes, guys. So actually, I guess that roundly. No, it does not roundly bring us to the end, Susie, because you have not not told us. Oh, right. Okay. Because I thought you were going to. I was going to. Surely. I was oh, going to say, you need to tell us what you learned this week. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, I got there first. Man. All right, um, so this week I've actually been very very excited about this this week surprisingly because you guys you guys you guys you guys um so I used to make fun of people who were into horoscopes because yeah I find it I just Mate, found it silly I still don't understand what a horoscope is I but whatever. I don't know what the astrological signs are like oh I know my own but I don't really I couldn't tell you about personalities well then so I've been hanging out with a very fantastic friend of mine who's like super into this and i used to actually judge her all the time golden Um, (laughs) (laughs) i used to judge her all the time and she knows i say this time and i was like why 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 do you do it it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and then the other night she sat me down and she was like just give it a go me i downloaded this app called coastar right and i'm i've seen that around everywhere like what what's the point of horoscopes can someone tell me Dude, like this is literally it. It's got me figured out down to a T. Like it's it's this is me. My whole life is inside of this app. Mm-hmm. It knows me. It knows how I'm gonna react, even though I don't even know how I'm gonna react. It knows me, guys. Susie's cat is um exploring. He's trying to drink a can of coke. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, like seriously though, like this app is really good. It shows you your chart and it explains loads of things. I'll read you like a little snippet, just a quick snippet so you can understand what I mean. This is the bit that took me like completely 
by storm okay says your son is in gemini meaning you're fundamentally dynamic quick-witted i don't know if i'm quick-witted because i'm a bit slow um electric no nope nope it does not say electric it's eclectic, eclectic. Oh. <laughs> you're eclectic i need to start so it says yeah fundamentally dynamic quick-witted eclectic and curious fascinated by everything your childlike energy is often scattered in million directions on a social level this may come across as gossipy or flaky Susie, how many times have you called me flaky, flaky. in your life? Flaky. How many times? I call, you... well, at least twice a week. And it makes sense. She was late and for I... this uh, this meeting, guys. She was late you for this Zoom call. You. You yeah, you to. were. You were. Have I ever made one Zoom call in time? No. No. <laughs> Giving you great content <laughs> since 2020. Guys, I have to set the like the Zoom call like 15 minutes out so that she'll make it on time. Uh... BPT. <laughs> I had a reasonable excuse today. The other days I've not. Aside from that day, I had the allergies. That was bad. Yo, tip. Your eyes were I massive. I was done. Dude, I looked like I'd been crying. Oh, actually, well, they were like, they were swollen, guys. She had like, she was like, I can't record, I can't record the episode. So basically, like, why? Basically, eyes swollen shut. Do you know what the worst part of that whole situation was? It was my nostrils. See when your nostrils get blocked. I always thought that your nostrils, have I said this before? I feel like I'm getting deja vu. I feel like you've said this to me. Okay, I've never maybe said it on the podcast. But <laughs> guys, when my nostrils get blocked, I always thought it was a buildup of mucus. This is what I'm about to tell you is disgusting. So if you got this is obviously your fact for the week then. Yeah, it is my fact for the week. So when I get what just 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 switch off if you can't listen to it. So I thought that it was a buildup of mucus inside of your nostrils, blocking uh-huh. you from breathing. Disgusting it's not gone. It's the swelling. There was no mucus inside of my nostril when I looked inside of my nostril. Instead, it was the two ends of my nostril, like the two sides, just pressed together with a tiny wee hole for breath, for air to go in. Wish you could see my face. <laughs> I wish people could see your face as well because you look disgusted. Yeah, that, that face that you fun. often give me when I do like something weird. But um, yeah, that was my fast week. Um, what did you learn this week? <laughs> well, Shirley, um, yes. this week I learned that the world's one and only penguin... That's knighted lives at Edinburgh Zoo. We have there a is a knighted penguin. penguin. A knighted penguin. Sir who? Sir who? Sir who? Sir, Sir who? Nils Olav. Sorry? Nils Olav. Sorry? Nils Olav. Nils. N-I-L-S-O-L-A-V. Is the king penguin. Yeah. No olives. Yeah. <laughs> um, and his duties include um, inspecting the Norwegian guard on their visits to Edinburgh. I think he got knighted in something like 2008. Yeah. So there is a knighted penguin. The penguin has Edinburgh. To be fair, I'm not even sure how recent this fact was. Uh, the but knight I, has... I just thought that was like really, really crazy. And stuff. The knight has official duties. Correct. Guys, That's if you ever it. need a reason to visit Edinburgh, come see a knighted penguin. I want to go see... I forget a knighthood would be hard, Sorry, but zero out. a penguin. N- Nils Olives? Nils Olav. Not me, nah. Nils Olav. Nils Olav. Correct. That is <laughs> so cute. I'm going to name my next son that. I can't imagine what his little waddle is like. <laughs> I love penguins. They're so dumb. I saw that. I saw a tweet that was like, how, how are penguins like extinct yet? So guys, that is the end of today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please do feel free to give it a like and a share. 
and do not forget to subscribe if you've listened to our previous episodes do feel free to come back for our new episodes that's right and if you've got any comments or anything please please drop us a little message that's right enjoy reading them and chatting to you guys it's actually quite good Yeah. yeah We love getting um, feedback, so please do give us some feedback. And if I hear love- feedback one more time, surely. I love the word feedback. <laughs> I feel like I'm at work. I want some feedback. Um, do you like some feedback? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you guys. Speak to you guys. Okay, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, see you Thank guys you later. Thank you so much for Next listening. Week. Thank bye. you. Yes. Bye. 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 Have you tried finding tickets for any live event lately? It's impossible to keep up and prices are crazy. That's why you have to check out Gold Star. Gold Star makes it easy to discover the best in live entertainment in your city with instant access to awesome events and special ticket deals, concerts, live theater, comedy, dance, food fests, immersive experiences, you name it. Gold Star has access to special deals you won't find anywhere else with savings of 50% or more. Go to goldstar.com and use the code DCPOD to save $10 on your first purchase. That's goldstar.com, code DCPOD to save $10.